singing to sing. If you want to do that, do it with the radio. These songs are prophetic. These songs are declaration. You create with your words. When we were sitting out there, the Lord said, joy comes in the morning, right? What time is it? It's morning. What is it that you need? Now's the time that we're going to go into the service. But I'm telling you, take this home with you. Like we could sit here all day. Take this home with you. What happens when your loved ones are saved, delivered, set free? Y'all, y'all got to be kidding me. This is, y'all know where you are? This is Boomerang Church. We're not a passive church. Your loved ones get set free and you do a golf clap? Your loved one gets healed? We're going to do a golf clap? Bondages! Broken! Souls set free! Salvation! Healing! Restoration! Marriages! Families! Finances! That stuff happens! You Like, 
I'd like to say, holy roller that I am, that I walked in high, you know, all's good. But she looked at me, she goes, oh, can I be agreeing with you on something? Like, I didn't even have to tell her. I was wearing it. And I was like, yup. But we got out here and we sang, I'm gonna roar a little louder. And you know what? Like, that redneck, redhead within me, like something just clicked. I'm like, oh, heck. Like, I'm, I'm ticked that she saw it on me. Oh, you won't see it again. Watch this. And I roared. Roared. It's time that the body of Christ when you're like, oh, I need to go, Pastor Mama. I just can't do this. And you know what I'm going to say? I'm be like, hey, baby. Hey, you roared? No? Call me back when you're done. And you're going to say, not, how dare she? You're going to say, she's right. <laughs> and then you're going to roar some junk right off you. This is a church that is not for the passive. I don't know if we have any guests today, if we got guests watching, but we're not a church for everyone. We're a church that's gonna look like the body of Christ was meant to look like. We are not golf clappers. We are not observers. We are a functioning part of the body. Y'all know what happens to body parts that don't work? They amputate them. Ain't none of Boomerang getting amputated today. Not on my watch. Y'all are a functioning member of the body of Christ. And we're going to roar. We're going to roar so loud on today and tomorrow and every day after that that people are going to go, what in the world are you so happy about? Have you not seen the state of the world? And you're going to say, have you not seen the state of my world? body. Even when your throat's cracking, we're a word-based body. Hallelujah. I want you to turn around and I want you to love with the love of Christ. Roar your hugs. Roar your love. Let's love on some people. I love you.
we're still early. We ain't even really got started yet. Come on down. The price is right just for you. We love you. We're glad you're here. Once you're done, hugging necks, pop a squat. It's a great, great day. <laughs> it's time for the body to rise. You're waiting in line. We got people waiting in line for hugs. That's a good family. Love and hugs. We're so excited. We got the boomerang grandma, grandpa in the house. Miss Jan and Mr. Don. Yeah, amen. Little love birds on the front row. We're excited this morning. Y'all know Boomerang Church sends the word to the nations, right? But there's a lot more nations than there are people here. So we send people, we support people, and we're excited that we've got Roderick in the house today. Yeah. If y'all don't know, you're new or visiting, y'all support Roderick. Because Boomerang supports Roderick. Because he is doing a mighty, mighty work. Yeah. Actually, Roderick, will you come up here for just a minute? Amen. Or five. <laughs> Somebody texted Pastor yesterday and said, hey, call me when you got 15 minutes. And then in parentheses, they said, but we really know it's going to take longer than that. <laughs> will you just take five minutes or so and just kind of tell them what it is that we're doing with you? Okay. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. Yeah, great to be back, you know. Yeah, great to see you guys. I've been watching you online. And um, yeah, so I'm missionary to Zanzibar, Tanzania. Uh, Tanzania is, uh, well, it's East Africa. Um, Zanzibar is an island off the coast of Tanzania. It's about 1.8 million people, 98% um, Muslim. And uh, yeah, I'm a part of a team called Overland Missions. And uh, uh, yeah, so I've just been there since June of last year, uh, surrendered my life, you know, fully to the gospel and to serve Jesus 100%. That's what he told me um, when I got saved, when I came back from the bar down to Orlando eight years ago. God spoke to me and said, Roderick, give me 100%. And from that moment uh, forward, I've just been uh, radical for Jesus, uh, surrendered my life to Jesus, and uh, yeah, and then left everything in America and, and moved to Zanzibar, Tanzania, and yeah, God has been moving. I've been traveling many, many places. I mean, if you've been following me on social media throughout Tanzania, throughout Zanzibar, um, went to Egypt, uh, went through different parts of Tanzania, sharing the gospel in every part, every village, um, teaching in our training centers that we have. And uh, yeah, it's just been amazing what God has um, done. And I just thank this church, I thank Pastors Brian and, and Nicole here, you know, for, and the church for you guys praying for me. I can feel your prayers while I'm out in the villages uh, doing th different things and also, uh, you know, for your financial support of what God has been doing um, in Africa. 
it's been amazing. Uh, you know, many, many testimonies of what open doors, what God has done. Us going into villages, um, praying for the village and God sending rain, um, people surrendering their life to Jesus, getting kicked out of the village, you know, <laughs> receiving a little bit of persecution. And uh, but it's a joy, to, you know, that you're getting persecuted because you're like, hey, you're actually doing something for the gospel. You know, the devil is afraid. So, yeah, getting kicked out of the village, you know, then also continuing doing discipleship and many, many things. And uh, so uh, for this whole time, man, we saw um, by the grace of God, you know, 950 people surrendered their life to Jesus. Um, we, you know, hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. That's, that's first-time decisions, rededications, because um, the churches is growing in Zanzibar. It's kind of weird because uh, many, uh, it's 98% Muslim, but it's open to the gospel. Um, the Constitution of Tanzania is open. Uh, even though Zanzibar is still part of uh, Tanzania, you can freely share the gospel in every way. And so we've been seeing that church has been growing, and I bring in, um, you know, I feel in my heart to bring revival to the church and Zanzibar and Tanzania, and for the church to be mobilized because, you know, he gave um, gifts to the church, pastors, teachers, evangelists, apostles, you know, apostles and all those things, but uh, to, for the saints of the church to do the work of the ministry, you know, so it's up to the church to be mobilized and to reach the law. So, yeah, yeah so now I'm going forward for the next two years, 2024 and 2025, um, I'll be heading up uh, our recons. Um, we, it's a lot of islands around Zanzibar that has been unreached, uh, you know, as a Muslim. And they need Jesus, they need the gospel. And now I am heading that up, taking teams. Uh, I, I call it like the Holy Ghost Navy SEALs, you know. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so I'll be heading that up. Also missions teams uh, that will come for two weeks. I'm over that as well. Um, I'll be partnering with the churches in Zanzibar and, and different things and, uh, and, you know, finding the locations and everything. So anybody that comes on a two-week mission trip, I'm over that and, head, you know, directing you on where to go. And also we're doing local expeditions, which is local uh, evangelism and things like that. And I'm over that too. So it's a lot of things that God has graced me with within the next two years in 2024, 2025. And this past year, finished with the stats, you know, we saw like 38 people, you know, water baptized as well. This is like a rare thing because, you know, it's a Muslim nation, but we go to the, the beach and we, you know, baptize the people uh, in water and, you know, fill them with the Holy Spirit. And uh, over like 70 people were healed, like just throughout this time and many, many other healings that God has done, like it's just supernatural yeah. that God has uh, graced me and our team to do. And I just like, again, thank you guys for everything. You know, the Bible says in John 9, 4, you know, that Jesus said, I must work the works of him who sent me because while it is day, because the night is coming when no man can work. So we know that we only have a short time. And I feel in my heart, like, I, I felt like I just left here. Like, I just left, you know, <laughs> like, it's already been almost uh, two years. Like, I'm here again. Like, what? <laughs> it's just a supernatural acceleration that's happening. I feel in my heart, time is short. Jesus is coming, and he's building his church. And I see that in Africa. Like, the people are hungry. The Muslims are hungry. Like, we went to an island where people are scared to go. I was just talking to Pastor Brian about it. It's the North Island, because Pemba and Nguja, where I stay, equals Zanzibar. So it's two islands, and the North Island is a little bit more radical Islam, and a lot of people are afraid to go there. So I was like, no, 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 no. It's open to the gospel. Like, so I, you know, we went there by the ferry, by boat, and we get there, and we went, I was just praying in the spirit, and I said, hey, just drop me off here in this village. 
And I just went with my friend and we, you know, we went and talked to a uh, Muslim, shared the gospel with him. And yeah, he, he was open. He was like, man, my, my younger brother, something wrong with his leg. He's, we tried the witch doctor. We tried everything because, you know, the Muslims also tried the witch doctor, which they you know, don't share that with you. But <laughs> they do. And I know that now. Uh, so, yeah, so they was like, man, but we can share Jesus uh, with them and, and everything. And, you know, we saw in that village, like, two people surrendered their life to Jesus. And we just seeing open doors that's happening, like, everywhere we go. Because you are the light of the world now, you know. And everywhere you go, you bring freedom. You bring peace. You bring joy. So it don't matter what type of village or what opposition, that when you come, it's, it's joy. Jesus shows up. The Holy Spirit is there. Hallelujah. So... You got to know who you are in Christ. You got to have boldness. And I know that when I look back, uh, all the Lord has done, I say, if it wasn't for Jesus and the grace of God and you guys praying for me, I would not made it. But I'm trying to tell you that it's, you know, supernatural things that's happening in Africa. And, um, and you guys are a part of that. Amen. 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 Glory. Amen. Good to see you. You look awesome. Amen. So we've been supporting uh, Roderick, like you said, for a couple of years, and uh, uh, I just, I really sense the Lord uh, to increase that. So we're going to increase that some. So amen. And uh, is that good with y'all? Yeah. <laughs> amen. And uh, awesome job. Awesome, awesome job, man. I love you. That's awesome. It's so good to see you. What time's your flight today? You have a flight today or tomorrow? No, Tuesday. Tuesday, okay. All right. All right. All right, yeah. I'll, amen. The back of my jacket. Amen. Where's Hannah? Come here, please. How's everybody doing? Good. Good. You ready? Yes. We needed to add an extra row this week. Glory to God. Yes. That's a good thing. Yes. Amen. We might have to add another one. We'll see. So yeah. praise the Lord. Roderick, it's so good to see you. So uh, we just praise God for you. Amen. So good to see you. And I'm happy. It made me happy. I was, I've been thinking about it all week. I'm like, oh, man, we get to see Roderick this week. So glory to God. So glad you got here this morning, Kevin. Kevin just flew in this morning. Yeah. Amen. I want you just to tell, because some, here you go. Go ahead and grab that. Come, you can come a little closer. Um, so... Last week, you know, we talked about why are we this way? Why do we do the things that we do? And we talked about the culture of power. And then multiple. How many of you received the power of God or a miracle in your body this week at the camp meeting? Yeah, look at that. that that's not people that were here in service. That's people that drove down to South Carolina were with Brother Tracy and received Raise your hand again. Hold up. You received the power of God. Look at that. Like... We're, why are we the way that we are? Because we need some real answers. <laughs> we don't need fake. We don't need hypocritical stuff. We don't need theory. We need real. And uh, you said something in your testimony that I want you to share. Because last week, even as we got started, it wasn't kind of a normal day. It was As soon as we got started, the Lord said, call people up for prayer. And uh, I've never done it that way before. But the Lord has specific word over you, but it was for over anybody that felt that they had been broken, that they needed restoration. People lined up. She's, the Lord said, pray for Hannah first, put her at the 
front because I knew something specific that she was needing breakthrough on and uh, pray for her first and it's going to spread throughout everybody that's standing there and it was we formed like a little triangle going out from there like touch one and then like you know bowling pins amen and uh, since we went bowling yesterday that's what's on my mind and um, but then uh, we prayed and the power of God. But you said something in your testimony that when I prayed, something happened. You felt something. Oh, tell them about that. Tell them what happened real quick. Oh, okay. When you prayed for me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Last week. It was like, the best way I could put it into words was electric surges, like going through my yeah. body. It was like layers, like, yeah. doo, 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 like, and I was out. I couldn't move my body for a long time. Yeah. So the power of God and the anointing of God hit you right there. Yeah. Right there. And so this is what we want to see. We want to see the power of God. We don't want to see just theory, right? And that's not just for some of us. That's for all of us. That's for every believer should have that walk in that. God wants that for all of us. And uh, we just praise God. There's so many testimonies. Man, the testimony line was going off this week. And uh, we got a new, uh, I know, I think this was before last week, but we got a new uh, Justin and Becca Beard baby. And uh, amen. A new praise God. So. It's just awesome watching what the Lord's doing. People that were touched this week. Not just that, but their their mind and revelation came and how that opened up. It was powerful. But anyway, the power of God hit you, went surged through you, I think is a good word. Probably the strongest I've ever felt it. Really? Praise God. And you're laid out. You're like out. But then you get up and things are working right. Yeah. You know, things are working so much better. At the tent, it all finishes. Every bit what started was finished. And uh, glory to God. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. And give that, Nicole. So I want you to know that this is a kingdom of power. It's not a kingdom of theory. It's not a kingdom of uh, a lack of genuineness. It's a kingdom of power. Right? Amen. It's a kingdom of power. And God wants you to walk in that power. He doesn't want, he doesn't want you weak. He doesn't want you drawing back. He wants you walking in power. And that's where we're supposed to be. And uh, I told you last week, I muted it because it wasn't quite public yet. But uh, listen, the Lord just opened up a door. I told you, if you didn't hear, I'll say it again real quick. I'll mute the mic just for a second. But I told you last week that we're getting ready to go on direct TV. This church in Albemarle, North Carolina is getting ready to go on direct TV. You guys, you guys, glory to God. Now, what you may not know, I'll I'll mute it in a second because I want to tell you, what you may not know is that, is that the Lord's been telling me for a couple of years, get ready for TV. Get ready for TV. And I'm thinking, how's that going to happen? How's that? Because here's what I was going to mute. Hold on. That's the Lord. (laughs) That's the Lord. And I'm thinking, how is that possible? The Lord, you know, how are you going to get healed? The Lord, 
How are you going to be blessed? The Lord. How are you going to have favor? The Lord. Right? It's how the same answers that you're hearing in these testimonies, that's what's going to help you at home. That's what's going to protect your children. That's what's going to bring about the power of God in your life. That's what's going to bring about you as a witness to what He's calling you to do. That's what's going to empower you to live for Him and like Him and say yes when you need to say yes. Say no when you need to say no. That's what's going to do it is the reality of a loving Father that loves you. Amen? Glory to God. Are y'all ready to receive today? I think you are. It's offering time. Amen. Hallelujah. And I can go all out because like we've already been going and we had some uh, guests speaking and pastor's got a word and I can see about the little leg tick that like he's ready to give the word. But Serena sent me a, a message this week, and y'all know I need to share. Because, you know, like, on Tuesday, you're going to be like, man, I need to be tickled on Tuesday. And you're going to think back, oh, Pastor Nicole's so funny. How you fix a broke pumpkin? With a pumpkin patch. <laughs> that was pretty good, wasn't it? All right, I love Holy Spirit. Y'all know Holy Spirit is so cool. Yeah. <laughs> I got one amen on that. Thank you for the amen. <laughs> we be loving Holy Spirit. He loves all y'all. Bless your heart. I love Holy Spirit because I love watching how he just weaves things together. So like Pastor and I barely got to speak this week. We didn't get to see each other this week because I was in Maryland for work and he's here and in South Carolina. So I didn't know Roderick was coming. I don't know what Pastor's ministering about. I didn't know, you know, songs being sung. I was kind of out of touch because it was all hands on deck for me this week. But yet I've just watched God just weave things together perfectly and he's so good. And it's like the, the underlying thing for this morning, at least in my spirit, is, is almost like, what's your why? You know, why do you roar? Because God's so good. Why do you roar? Because I need the breakthrough. You know, why do we give? Because they used to be 98% Muslim. Used to be. Until Roderick and Boomerang came on the scene. Used to be. Because there are 1.8 million souls that need to hear the love of God, the word of God, to set them free from that demonic bondage that is killing men, women, and children. What you see on TV today is that demonic bondage it's bull caca is what it is. But we're not going to sit here and listen to that mess. I want you to listen to this. What's your why for tithes and offerings right here? First John 4, starting at verse 9. By this, the love of God was manifested in us. In us. Say in me. That God has sent his only begotten son into the world so that we might live through him. And this is love. Not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation of our sins. Y'all better applaud the fact that I got that word out of my mouth. 
<laughs> Beloved, if God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. No one has seen God at any time. If we love one another, God abides in us and his love is perfected in us. What's your why? Why is this attacked? And it's not just attacked in the immature, it's attacked in the mature. People are like, mm, it's been a tight week, or ooh, I got vacation coming. Or, oh, I'm tired of hearing about money. Why do you think this is attacked? Because those little green pieces of paper, that's love and action. Roderick, did you get over there for free? Did you eat, sleep, breathe for free? Like, it costs money to take the gospel, doesn't it? It costs money to go on direct TV, don't it? It costs money to turn these lights on. Be it hot or cold, it costs money to keep you comfortable. Them nice cushy chairs that aren't the metal chairs we we started out with, it costs money to keep your butt comfortable. The gospel is free, but it costs money to send it. We're about to send it for two more years. We're about to send it in a week to South Africa. We're about to send it tomorrow to the world and Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday, every day, Monday through Friday for Lunch Plus. What's your why for tithes and offerings? Because this right here, it doesn't just sit in the back. Like we don't have a slush fund. What we do with tithes and offerings, this is what you do with tithes and offerings. You're the word, the love of God, sending. You're sending the word of God in love to people who yesterday was Muslim. But today, because of you, because of this, you've sent the word of God and they've experienced the love of God. So real that they can't deny it. So real that they can't run from it, but instead they're running to it. So the next time your flesh says, ugh, I want you to say, shut up, flesh. I love because God first loved me. I love with my tithes and offerings. Because how are we going to say we follow the Lord when we don't love him enough to sow into his word? Don't tell me you're a Christian if you don't tithe. And I ain't necessarily talking to anybody. Look, Pastor and I don't know who tithes and who doesn't. So don't be like, mm, she's talking to me. If, if you convicted right now, oh, that's Holy Spirit. Remember we said, we started out with, I love Holy Spirit. Yeah. But you can't say the Lord Jesus is my Savior except for over my pocketbook. Remember what Roderick said? He sold out. Yeah. Are we really Christian if we're not sold out? Because see, we want to receive the Savior, but will we make him our Lord? So right now, Father, we bring our tithes and offerings to you because you are our Lord. We made you Lord over our heart, Lord over our lives, Lord over our eternity, Lord over our family, Lord over our friends, Lord over our marriage, But Lord, we made you Lord over our finances. Because Father, your why for us is love. 
You are love. Everything you do is because of your love. Getting your love to us. Getting your love to the world that doesn't know you. Lord, your why is love. It's who you are. And Father, the day that we made Jesus our Lord and Savior, we became love. Lord, help us to remember each and every moment of each and every day that all we do is in love. All we do is to get your word. Lord, I may work a job, but it's so that I can minister your love. Father, every penny that comes into my bank account, it's so that I can send your word and send your love. Lord, the blessings that you give us, the overflow that you give us, it's because you love us. You long for us to be blessed. You long for us to be delighted in the little and the big. And Lord, we bring our tithes and offerings today so that the world may know the love that set us free. We thank you, Father. We bring this tithes and offerings to you, Lord, in great expectation and great declaration that your will is being done now in this time through us as it is in heaven. Seed, go and produce the good fruit of God. Harvest, be in the abundance of God. And sower, be blessed to be a blessing. In Jesus' name, amen. Bring your seed. Father, right now in the name of Jesus. <laughs> Somebody's been canning yesterday. Uh, Father, in Jesus' name, let every penny, let every bit of offering, every ounce that represents the life of God. Lord, every ounce that represents the life of God. This represents the life that God has given to people. I call it blessed in Jesus' name. I call it favored and full and overflowing from this day forward, never to return to average or mediocrity again in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for the overflow in Jesus' name. Amen. Glory to God. You may be seated. Super Kids have an awesome time. Can I hear a whoop whoop from Super Kids? <laughs> hey, Super Kids. Huh? Learn about faith today. Amen. Bye, Super Kids. That was cute. Glory to God. Y'all ready to receive this morning? Amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Be ready. Be ready to minister later, too. So You know why we're upping, upping that to you? Because you're winning souls. You're, bring, you're fruitful. You're fruitful. There's a lot of people active. Not everybody's fruitful. So, good job. Good job, sir. Good job. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, amen. I feel, listen, y'all need to get ready. Because there's a lot to about start happening. Um, and when I say that, we're coming up into the holidays. We're coming up into the new year. And uh, the Lord's already spoken to me about the new year and what's going on in the new year. 
And, uh, you know, this year, 2023, is the year of glory. And we're seeing that. We're seeing the power of God. We're seeing the glory released in, in unprecedented ways. And let me just tell you something. This year ain't over. <laughs> There's more glory in this year. Because this year still got year. And let me tell you this. Even when the year is over, the glory don't stop because the year stops. No. Each year we start something and it just, yeah, it layers up. And it just, it increases and multiplies and is blessed. And I want you to get ready to receive uh, this morning. Uh, Ryder, I'm going to have you pray with me over some people and release the power of God. So get ready. Get ready. Uh, move in faith. Release your faith with me in a minute. In a, in a few minutes. Like maybe a little while. So yeah, we'll see when it is. So you just, I might have told you too soon. Amen. <laughs> so, but get ready. And I want you to hear this because we are in a very specific time. What's happening over in Israel, that is, that is some major Bible prophecy. I'm not saying it's the end, but it's got potential. I mean, it has potential. When you see the nations lining up against Israel, that's straight Bible prophecy, right? And uh, it has potential. So we, what are we doing? Go ahead. Thank you for yielding. Uh, but what are we doing? Are you here just to live a blessed life? Is that why you're coming to Boomerang Church? No. You're not here just to live a blessed life. You're here, yes, to receive from the Lord and have a blessed life. But you're also here to multiply yourself, to win souls and make disciples. We're not, understand, this is the main goal of the body of Christ. Your main job as a believer is ambassador of Christ, ambassador of the kingdom of God. Now, think about this. When you, if you're an ambassador, if you're, if you're sick and broke, are you going to be a good one? No. Are you going to be limited if you were sick and broke? Yeah. So God says, I'm not leaving my ambassadors powerless. I'm not leaving them broke, busted, and disgusted. No, I need them operating at full level. Right? I need them at full power. I need them at full life, full energy. I need, I need them, I need them with wheels. Amen. Listen, uh, y'all may not know this, but uh, uh, Buddy and Serena's car came under attack. <laughs> uh, it's called Old Age and Many Miles. And, uh, but then, and, and they took it to get it fixed. They took it, and I'm saying this for a reason. They took it to get it fixed, and the mechanic said, you don't need to spend this money. You need to, buy, you need to find a new car. And I went, well, glory to God. <laughs> glory to God. And uh, I'm, I was glad he said that. In other words, he was like, you could give me this money, but it's going to be wasted to you. The car's too old. You need to get a new car. And, uh, and I, won't, I won't say that, that part. I won't say there's one part that... that happened that was a blessing but anyway um he said you need to get a new car i'm telling you you need the wheels in jesus name god knows that i'm saying it i'm hear this let your faith be built let your faith be built you need the wheels you need the wheels you need good wheels and good wheels amen Hallelujah, huh? Hot wheels, big wheels. I was thinking big wheels, you know, if you know a big wheel. And those were awesome. 
for the generation didn't have big wheels. Y'all missed out. I'll pray for you. Amen. You need, you need wheels. You need wheels under you. God sees it. He knows it. He's got it fixed. It's awesome. It's already done. I'm telling you, it's done. Amen. And I want you to know, he, when I was standing over there, he told me to come tell you that. It's done. I told you that last week. I'm telling you again, he's bringing it up. Amen. You don't pay for it with your finances. You pay for it with your faith. Faith is the currency of heaven. You understand? Do you believe it? You believe you have received it? Amen. Glory to God. Now, that's representative. Understand that that's not the, you know, Roderick needed some wheels. Roderick needed some wheels. Did wheels come? Yes, they did. You know, we need a, we need a plane. Why? Because God's got pastor running everywhere. Yeah. Doing, serving the gospel to people. And I like being here on Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> right? But we need that. What's God going to do? He'll supply. We needed, we needed the multiplication of broadcasting. Yes. And the Lord provided a way. Supernaturally. Yeah. Supernaturally. You need a vehicle for the vision. Yeah. Right? Talking about properties and lands. See, this is the same word. So when I'm saying that word over here to Buddy and Serena, you should be saying, man, I need, I need off these crutches. Yeah. Yeah. Right? I need off these crutches. I need some good wheels. Right? Then I receive that too. I need healing in my body. That's the same thing. And when I understand that God's not a respecter person, he's releasing that word and that faith here. He's releasing it right here too. He's releasing it right here. He's releasing it to every person. He's releasing not just enough. He's not just bringing you up to need. He's bringing you always to an overflow. It's who he is. He's always bringing you to an overflow. That's who he is. It's who he is. It's who he is. You know, one day we may actually finish this series on counterfeits and forfeitures. I'm not sure today's that day. He's bringing you to an overflow. He's bringing, amen. We've said it a long time now. If you feel the faith to sow, I don't care if you've already sowed. You say, I got to sow, then go sow. Even with the broadcast, like we need to step into some new equipment. God's bringing that overflow. He's bringing it now. I can feel it in my spirit. It's done because he's in the overflow. I'm going to ask them to do this today. Uh, Don't put any scriptures on the screen. And here's why. We'll get this worked out before next week. But when you put the scriptures on the screen, then they, it's recorded on the, on the video we need to edit for TV. Because these things are being recorded. So until we get that fixed, don't put them on the screen. So y'all going to have to learn your Bible, okay? <laughs> I mean, I hope you brought it. Glory to God. But go to Psalm 23. In your Bible, imagine that. You go to church. Use use your Bible. (laughs) By the way, make sure you have a Bible. Not not just saying all the time. I use my phone uh, many times and tablet. 
But get a Bible that's printed. You know why? Because there's lots of things being changed with the swift stroke of a keyboard these days. Just recently on the app that I use for my Bible, I don't like it. They changed them. But all they did, they just, they changed the way they abbreviated the books. So like it used to be like Mark, M-A-R, something like that. Now it's like M-R-K. I'm like, I don't like that. Like, why did you do that? Like, I liked it the way it was. Now I can't, now I'm looking for it. I'm looking for the M-A-R and I scan right over M-R-K. But it was multiple books that they changed like that. Here, with the stroke of a keyboard. Now, I believe in this particular app and the people that put it out because they're pretty stringent on the word. But you understand that those things are easily done these days. Get you a Bible that's printed that can't be changed with the stroke of a keyboard. That goes for history books as well. Find you some history books from the 1960s. Just Just a FYI. All right. I'm just seeking on where the Lord actually is going with this. Just praying the Holy Ghost with me. He wants to do something. I pretty much know. I just want to make sure I'm right and not missing it. <laughs> Thank you, Father. God doesn't want your need just met. God doesn't want just your need met. He wants you living in the overflow. He wants you living in the overflow. Psalm 23. Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not walk with more strength and more authority than Gandalf in the bridge saying, you shall not pass. You should know that I shall not walk. It's a promise from the Lord. It's a promise from God. And when God spoke this, that I have some sheep and they shall not walk. And he laid it out the way they did. He had more authority on that than anything else. It was an authority for eternity. My sheep shall not want. Shall not want. Shall not. Not just shall not need. Shall not want. That basically means no lack in any area whatsoever. And he gave it to us as a confession, which means we need to confess that too. So when you go up to your bank account and it looks like it's in lack, what needs to come out of your mouth is what Hebrew says, I believed and therefore I spoke. I believed and therefore I spoke. I believed and therefore I spoke. And so when something comes up and it attacks you and it attacks your body and it attacks your finances or attacks your peace or attacks whatever or attacks your wills, whatever. What should come out of you when you're pressed is the word of God. No, I don't know how. 
I don't have to know the details, but I know this. I shall not want. I shall not want. I shall not want. No matter what, that should come out of you. My family shall not want. My relationship shall not want. I shall not want. This is just as much of a promise, the strongest promise you can get simply because the Lord said it this way for you to grab a hold of and make it yours. Will you make the promises of God yours today? He says this, all of my promises in him, all of my promises are yes and amen. So be it. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. Smart people that know about sheep say the only, re- only way sheep lay down is if they're completely full. They've had so much, they're completely satisfied. How about Psalm 91? How about Psalm 91? With long life, you will be satisfied. You will be satisfied. With long life. That means not just you'll live long. You'll be satisfied as you live. With long life, I will be satisfied. I'll be satisfied in life. You see, these are the promises of God. We quote these, but do we believe them? Are are they who we are? Are they our character? Are they our nature? Have we adopted the promises of God and received them as our own nature? Or do we just quote them and it makes us feel good for a moment, but we don't really believe it? We got to move to the place where we believe it. He makes me lie down in green pastures because I'm full and satisfied. He leads me beside quiet water. He brings you to the place where there's life-giving water and there's peace in it. There's peace in it. Amen. He restores my soul. How many people's mind, will, and emotion, your soul, needs to be restored? How many, let me put it this way. How many people need to walk in the restoration of the soul today and every day? That's all of us. Well, guess who does it? God. And guess who has it? You. That's right. God's given it to you because that's who he is. He said, this is who I am. I'm a restore. I'm a restore of your mind. I'm a restore of, I see it right now. The Lord is healing minds in Jesus' name. Just close your eyes for a second. Lift your hands if you need that. And everybody needs that. Lord, just say this with me. Say, Lord, we receive you right now. By faith, we have it. You are a restorer of my soul. I receive that. I receive the full, full restoration of my mind, will, and emotions now in Jesus' name. Glory. Do you receive it? Are you waiting on it? Or do you have it now? The peace of God, the restoration of God, the overflow of the goodness and the love of God. You have it now. He guides me. Say that with me. He guides me. He guides me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. You're going to know what path is right. 
you're going to know where to go. You're going to know how to do it. You're going to see it and know. You don't have to worry about it. If you don't know, he hasn't shown it to you yet. You're going to know. You're going to know. He guides you. See, that's a promise. I have a promise from my Lord. You have the same promise that no matter where I am as a child of God, he guides me. He guides me. Well, where are you going? I don't know right now, but I can tell you this. He's guiding me. I don't know. I don't know the details of it, but when I need to know, I'll know because he guides me. It's who he is and I receive him for who he is. He guides me in the paths of righteousness, in the right paths. He guides me in godly paths. He guides me in blessed paths. He guides me in favored paths. He guides me. Say it now. He guides me. Who? He guides me. Amen. So you got to make it personal. You got to receive. See, this is a promise to everybody, but you got to make it personal for you. Because you, if you don't make it personal, you can be like, look, he's guiding everybody. But I'm not feeling it. Well, you hadn't made it personal because it's not that you can't have it. It's that you hadn't made it. You haven't received it for yourself. Like, don't, don't just let every other neighbor in the church get all your blessings. And you're not walking any. Tell your neighbor, say, you ain't stealing my blessing. There's enough to go around. And you ain't the only one who's blessed and filled with favor. He guides me. Amen. Make sure they know. Doggone. He guides me in the past righteousness for his name's sake. Now, now watch this. See, a lot of believers in the church today, they're like, well, Lord, I don't have to have this and I don't have to have this and everything. No, no, no. He's not blessing you just for you. Like, you, that's an idea. That idea stems from the fact that he's blessing you just for you. That's actually a pride thought. He's not blessing you just for you. He's blessing you for his namesake because his name is stamped on you. And when he brings his blessing up in your life, then all of a sudden his name is glorified because of what he did in you, because of his character. It's not just for you. For his namesake. See, there's a whole lot of believers that are not exalting his name because they won't receive his blessing and his guiding into the fullness of his good news. You see that? But see, we need to be the kind of people that true obedience, true success is obedience. And true obedience is walking in humility in the things of God. Whether you like it or not, if God said it, that's the way it is. Well, I don't believe in prosperity. Have you read the Bible? At all? Like like it's called the good news for a reason. Because it's good news to us. In every, how many areas is it good news? Just going to heaven area? Just going in eternity with God area is that, I mean, that's great and that's awesome. And that's a great thing. But that's just one area. And he didn't just relegate his blessing to one area, did he? No, because how's he going to say, I'm going to be in your life. I'm going to be in your life. And all of a sudden he'd be like, 
But this is going to be blessed. But over here, you're not going to be blessed because that's not my area. How's God going to do that? No, when he touches you, what area is going to be blessed? Because he can't stop being himself. You, you see, he can't stop being himself. Even in Zanzibar. Did you see the power of God there? But man, that's, that, that's 98% Muslim up to this point. That's not blessed like America. Hey, you received a brand new, a new car to you. It was a really nice car. You showed me pictures of it. Over in Zanzibar. You mean God will bless you? He'll be God over there the same way he is in America? Like you got ministers, they'll get up and preach and they're like, well, that sowing and receiving, that'll work in America, but it won't work in a third world country. Tell that to Bishop David Oyedepo. Tell that Pastor Adeboye in Nigeria with million people churches. Bishop Oyedepo building a hundred seat auditorium on Nigerian money, not on American money, Nigerian money. Oh, it won't work there? Apparently it will. (laughs) Why? Because you can't stop God from being God. And it's like, it's like, well, that won't work there. That's like saying he won't make springs in the desert. (laughs) But we know that's a scripture. Like, like he won't make pathways in the desert. He won't be the oasis to a dry land. See, you, you're telling God he can't be God. That's blasphemous to not know him like that. He's like, all right, now I'm going to save your soul in your eternity, but the rest of you, well, good luck. That's not God. That's not God at all. No, he comes in and saves your soul. He said, by the way. You might not have known this, but all the rest of you is blessed too. All the rest of you is blessed too. You see? Not just a part of you. All of you. Because how are you going to stop God from being God? All of his promise. See, if you can find one promise in that area. In any area, if you can find one promise, he's already declared, my promises are yes and amen. So be it. Come to pass. Come to pass now. Any promise. Any promise. It's who he is. You can't separate that. (laughs) Yeah. Amen. For his namesake. The Lord needs you to be blessed. For his namesake. He needs you to walk in. Listen, somebody who's not walking in the blessing is not going to be able to do every good work. We know that from scripture. 2 Corinthians 9. He says that you have an abundance for every good work. To do every good deed. This is God's plan. It's God's plan for you to have an abundance. I'm telling you, I've seen it. I'm telling you, it works. I'm telling you, it doesn't just work in our lives. It works in your life. You know, God will take a couple of uh, redneck, poverty-minded people and start blessing them. You're looking at it. Did y'all hear Nicole this morning? She's still got some remnants. Now, praise God, they're blessed remnants, but you can still hear it.
and he'll take you. No matter who you are, where you come from, turn you around, clean you up, make you his workmanship, his masterpiece. Knock off the garbage, knock off the stuff that, that's holding you back, causing you to go slow. He'll take you, if you'll listen to him, he'll show you, he'll put his finger right on the thing that's causing you to be held up. He'll put his finger on it, take you through there, and all of a sudden you'll move into the place of his favor. You'll move into the place of his manifested blessing. You'll move into the place of all the grace of God. And then the Lord will say, what, what happened to him? He, he was just, what, what, what the people around you, what happened to him? He, he was just a, a maintenance guy running cables in the mud. What happened to him? What happened, what, what happened to her? She, she's just somebody that's in her shop gossiping all the time. Man, I've heard her cuss. I've seen him be mad. What happened to them? Oh, the Lord has done great things for them. Stand up. The Lord has done great things to them. The Lord has done. Why? It's not just about you. Bring them. It's for his name's sake. It's not just about you, what you think, where you're going. It's for his name's sake. For his name's sake. <laughs> Raise your hands. Close your eyes. Receive. Start receiving right now. It's pouring out. Father, for yeah, hear this. Father, in the name of Jesus. For your name's sake. <laughs> for your name's sake. Oh, an anointing of God. For your name's sake. <laughs> Put this hand on your belly. Father, right now, fresh fire of God from the top of her head to the soles of her feet, out of her belly will flow rivers of living water, a fresh breath and refreshing, a fresh stoking of the fire of God from this day forward in the name of Jesus. For your name's sake. <laughs> you receive that? <laughs> keep, keep receiving. He's not done. So for his name's sake. For his name's sake. Come here, Marky. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, even though I've come through some valleys, even though, hear this, even for you, even though I've come through some valleys of the shadow of death, <laughs> I will fear no evil. I will fear no evil. Whew, is that what that says right there? Yes. Is that right? That's what it says. Read that if you would. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow <laughs> of death, I fear no evil. Um, Why? For you are with me. Glory to God. Just confess it right now. Raise your hand. Close your eyes. Father, even though I walk through a valley and I have come through some valleys, even this day, I will fear no evil from the past, in the present, or in the future, because you are with me in the name of Jesus. And he's with you. For his name's sake, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, for his name's sake. For his name's sake. 
Even though valleys have been there, stuff's happened, things have gone wrong, I will fear no evil. I will fear no evil. I will fear no evil for his name's sake. For his name's sake. I will fear no evil. I don't have to fear that. I don't have to fear defending myself. I don't have to fear what may come, what this, that. I don't have to. For your name's sake, I don't have to listen to the world. Oh, thank you. In Jesus' name, for his name's sake. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. I had, uh, um, you know, when the stuff with Israel came up, I felt led of the Lord to, to read some of the reports and watch some of the news and videos. Um, honestly, there were some gruesome things in it, if you haven't seen it. I don't actually recommend watching that, but uh, there were some gruesome things that happened and I found myself now I felt led of the Lord to go there I probably watched one too many right I went a step too far and uh, but I was sitting there and I was like man I feel the that emotion of fear trying to come on me over these things I feel that emotion of fear well you've heard me say it many times learn to recognize the emotion of fear right because it'll clue you in as soon as I felt that as soon as I sensed that in my spirit I was like oh no we're done we're not watching more. I felt the Lord's peace on that. But you have to watch it when that emotion tries to sweep over you. Because what you'll do, as much as you may be living in the Spirit, as much as you may be living in the Spirit, all of a sudden, you'll, you'll go into a place and you'll start operating from fear and logic and not by the Spirit of God. You know, certain things come on you, pain come on you. Uh, certain certain mindsets, you know, report from the accountant or, you know, tax day and you got to pay a tax bill. How am I going to do that? You know, you just, you got to watch when that emotion tries to sabotage you. And you got to go back to what God has said about you and the promise of God. Even, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. I will fear no evil. None. Zip, zilch, nada, none. Is that what it says? Is that your promise? I fear no evil for you are with me. I fear no evil. You're with me. I fear no evil because 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 you're with me. Say it with me. I fear no evil because you're 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 with me. None. 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 (laughs) I fear no evil because you're with me, Lord. I fear no evil because you're with me. Don't have to worry about that stuff. Thank you, Father. No bad reports. No bad thoughts. No thoughts on the family. No thoughts on things reversing. Ah, no. In Jesus' name, I fear no evil. Fear no evil. Why? Because you're with me. Because you're with me. Because you're with me. If he's with you, what do you have to fear? Nada. Zip. Zilch. Nada. None. Nothing. Zero. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Your rod and your staff. You got the rod that beats off the wolves and the attacking enemy. 
and the staff that'll pull you back from the edge of the cliff because he's guiding you into all righteousness. Now, when the staff comes and corrects you, don't fight it. <laughs> Most of the staff will come, uh, especially in the beginning years, from a good pastor and Sunday morning messages. It's not the rod, it's the staff. <laughs> the staff, it's the, it's the crooked end. Is, my, is that staff back there? Go get it real quick, please. It might be in the closet. I hope not. But it's staff. You got the rod. That's where you beat the animal, beat the wolves back. Keep the enemies at bay. We have a shepherd. We have a good shepherd. We have a good shepherd. But he, he won't just beat back the enemies. He'll keep us from being our own enemy. Right? He'll pull us back. Hey, you're about to make a mistake. You're about to make a lifelong decision about something. The rod and the staff. I think Mark made this. Did you make this for me? But you gave it to me. Amen. So, you got the staff. When the staff reaches out and grabs a hold of you <laughs> and says, don't go that way, go this way. You don't want to go that way. You want to go this way. Or maybe you already fell and you're hanging on by the root in the middle of the pit and it pulls you up. It might even hurt a little bit. I'm so glad that went around your neck. <laughs> if it didn't, it was going to be a really bad example. But if you got a wolf, then you got that side of it. Right? And, and that side of it is to keep them at bay and knock the mess out of them. Not play around. That's the way I feel sometimes when you guys come under attack. You're sitting there, and all of a sudden, the staff, the staff of God, will hit me in my prayer time. And the power of that anointing will hit me, and I'll start praying, and that stuff will break off of you that week. Many times you'll think it's your faith, but it was the staff of God. Hitting, hitting and the anointing of a fervent prayer yeah. of a fervent prayer and it'll hit me I'll go to praying for you I'll feel it I'll feel the break I'll feel the release and uh, that's the staff that fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much in that way and, and just understand this you're not by yourself and, and you may have received yeah amen you may have received a bunch of mercy at the beginning of your Christian life and you didn't realize it, you'll figure it out later. But uh, it doesn't matter. Who cares if it's mercy or faith? Just give me the miracle. Yeah. And that's who God is. Yeah. And if he's with us, I don't care. Like, it's a mercy. I don't give, I don't care. Like, give me the miracle. I need the miracle. I don't, I, how it came does not bother me. Like, I will grow in my ability. Part of the reason why you can have that anointing through a shepherd is because he decided or she decided to go after, right, yes. miracles by faith and by working the word instead of just mercy miracles. Most people live off of mercy miracles instead of maturing. But part of maturing is seeing what God said about you and applying that thing, right? Applying that. 
So you got that. You got the staff. Jesus is the greatest shepherd, and he'll lead you in your fellowship with him. But he also leads the under shepherds. That's me, an under shepherd. He's the great shepherd, and he puts me here on the earth with you as his under shepherd, right? And so you you want that. You want the staff to beat back the wolf, but you also you want that hook to save you uh, from falling in the ditch. But understand, if you think about this, if, if that hook goes out to save you and you fight it, you're like, mm-mm. And you're like, it's going to be hard to save you. Like, I'm reaching this out for a reason. There's a reason why I'm saying this to you. There's a reason why I'm doing this. Don't fight me. Get up here and we'll talk about it, okay? But stop fighting while you're hanging on the abyss, Glory to God. Amen. But Jesus is the same way. Many times he'll be sending people. He'll be sending people that are, that are wanting to. Um, he's sending them words. He's sending them direction. He's sending them correction. And they're fighting it because they're, they're given to the flesh. He says this. He said, your rod and your staff, they come for me. Verse 5. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. <laughs> That's not in heaven. Your enemies are here. Your enemies are not in heaven. Your enemies are here. Your enemies are here. That's not a blessing in heaven. That's a blessing here. And this is where you go into Psalm 126. He said, when, we, when our, we returned from our captivity, we were like those who dream. Yes. And our mouth was filled with laughter. Yes. And it says, and the heathen said, the Lord yes. has done great things for them. That's a, that's a table set up in the middle of it. That's Isaac in Genesis 26, in the middle of a famine, in the middle of a wilderness, in the middle of a desert. He sowed and reaped a hundredfold, and he became so prosperous because he makes streams in the desert. He makes, he makes paths in the desert because you can't separate himself from his blessing. You can't separate him from who he is. This is the blessing of God. This is the blessing of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And it's well alive today. It's for you. You can't stop God being God. You can't stop it. It's who He is. It's who He is. And when you see it, you start realizing, wait a minute. Like it may look like I'm down right now. It may look like I don't have anything right now. It may look like it's not going to work. But God's about to set a table. I see Him pulling out the table. I see the, the blanket. I see the cups, the silverware, the goldware. I see it. He's calling my enemies in. They think they're coming for a victory lunch. He's bringing them in to have them watch. They're going to watch. He's not bringing them in to make a sacrifice of you. He's bringing them in to watch the blessing. The Lord has done great things. Do you see that? 
And so when those thoughts come to you, man, I don't know what we're going to do. I don't know how we're going to make it out. I don't know how this is going to work out. He's bringing the enemies in. He's bringing the devil and his demons in. And he's setting a table in front of you. And here's what it is. It's a time of overflow. He says, you have anointed my head with oil. You have anointed me. Who's that for? The pastors? No. Amen. Every believer, every son and daughter of God, every child of God most high, every majestic adopted child. He's anointed you. You're carrying an anointing. The world will try to tell you all kinds of garbage, but you're carrying an anointing. You're carrying an anointing. I'm talking to you. <laughs> you're carrying an anointing. No matter what the world's told you, you're carrying something. You have an inheritance. You have an inheritance. The devil's coming to the banquet thinking he's won. Devil's come to the banquet thinking he's got it all. He's got it whipped. Uh, We already have a precursor of this. That's what he did at Calvary. He came to Calvary celebrating, thinking he had Jesus wrapped up. But it's the same thing. You are a child of the Most High God. He was the firstborn of many brethren. And now he's coming to the celebration where he thinks he's won. He thinks he's got you whipped. He thinks he's got you beat. And he's going to find in you the faith in God Most High just like it was in Jesus. And he's going to come thinking he's coming to celebrate your death. Thinking he's coming to celebrate your lack. He's coming to a celebration of God Most High. For his name's sake. And he's going to find you celebrating. And we all get to watch it. And all of a sudden, when, it, when the tables flipped, the tables turn. Oh, how the turntables. And all of a sudden, at Calvary, when he said, oh, wait, wait up. He says, they would have never crucified. They would have never sought that had they known. It's the same thing. He's fallen for the trap again. He's fallen for the same thing. Oh, I think I got God. I think I got his people. I think I got him. I think he's fallen for the same thing again. That pride in him has led him to the fall. He's coming in thinking he's about to see it. And God's going to say, here's your seat, devil. Take a seat at the table. And hopefully at that moment, I hope he thinks about it then. Hopefully he hears this message. And and then he says, here's your seat. And he remembers the time he took a seat at the table once before. And all of a sudden, fear strikes him. The fear of God Almighty. Oh no! I fell for it again! Oh no! Oh no! I'm at a banquet for the children of God. He prepares a table in the presence of your enemies. Listen, Boomerang. He's about to turn some tables. He's about to turn them around right now. The enemy thought he had you. He didn't have you. He didn't have you. He wasn't even close. 
Because you decided when God guides me in the paths of righteousness, when he leads me, I'm going to listen. I'm going to do everything he tells me to do. I don't care what my flesh says. I don't care what my flesh is yelling. It doesn't matter. That's a corrupted flesh. I don't live by that. I live by the Spirit of God. And all of a sudden, you, you will not even see it. You're walking along the path. You're sitting there. You think, man, I'm under attack. Things are going this way and that way. But the Spirit of the Lord will lead you to a door. And you'll notice that as you step to that door, it's the path of Christ. On that door is the name of Jesus. And you'll know this is the way. This is the way. And you'll open up and walk the path of righteousness and do what your flesh didn't want to do. And when you open up and walk, you're going to step right into a banquet room. And you're going to see a table prepared in the midst, not just in heaven. You're going to see it. You're going to see it right here on this earth. A table preparedly in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. A table prepared right here. Right here. And when the devil chasing his prey thought he had you caught, thought he had you whipped, flows right after you, thinking he's he's out for blood. He's got you. He's right at that place, right at that moment. He's a flood through that door after you, not paying attention because of his pride and he thought he had you. And the Lord's going to say, welcome. We've been waiting on you too. Have a seat. And every knee will bow to the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. And you'll sit down at that table and the anointing of the Lord will run over your head and it'll pour off of the head of Christ onto the elders, onto the beard, and onto all the fringes of the robe, every person, every person in the body of Christ. And the oil and the anointing will break the yoke off of your life. It'll break the attack. It'll break the lack. It'll break the restriction. It's breaking it right now. That anointing is breaking the yoke. Put your hand on her belly. That anointing is breaking the yoke in Jesus' name. It's breaking it right now. Glory to God. And the oil will come off the head of Jesus and on to you. And the anointing will go to work and the attack breaks and the enemy can do nothing but sit there and watch it. And it'll flow into your cup. The life-giving water of God, where there is a never-ending supply. My cup overflows! My cup overflows! My cup overflows! My cup overflows! It's a promise of God. Surely, goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. How many? All the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever in Jesus' name. Forever. 
<laughs> forever from this day forward forever and overflow from this day forward and forever in Jesus name <laughs> Woo, just raise your hands right there I'm done preaching are you done receiving? Oh.